Hi guys, welcome back to Bringing Baggage. I'm Jazz. I wasn't going to do an episode this week, but literally one person on TikTok was like, please do an episode. And I was like, okay. It's like, I think I mentioned it last, I don't know, it's been a couple weeks since I did an episode last one I did with Maddie, um, which you guys really liked. So thanks for all the feedback. Um, but I mentioned that like I wasn't going to do an episode for a while because it's just so much work for me and my mental health is just not awesome. And I'm it's like hard balancing work, TikTok, YouTube, podcasts and trying to grow everything. And it's also discouraging when like it's not growing at the rate that I want it to grow because I really want to quit my job. But I feel like all my social media is like at a standstill halt where it's just not growing which is okay, but it gets really hard when you start comparing yourself to other creators and people that I'm friends with that are growing at a much faster level than I am. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't feel like I've changed or I've done anything differently. So I don't know why it stopped, but it's like frustrating when you're trying to make it a career and it's not working the way that you want it to. But at the same time, I'm also obviously grateful that I have the platforms that I do and I've grown them the way that I have and all that good stuff. But just discouraging and a little bit frustrating. So I'm kind of struggling with that. Just want to be honest. Um, But New Year's was good. I went home for uh, Christmas. It was good to see my family, but as you guys know, I don't get along best with the majority of my family. Like they all have good intentions and all is well and good, but I do struggle. I'm the kind of person that struggles with going home and being around family. Like I appreciate it, but I'm also like ready to go. And I feel kind of guilty for not wanting to be there, but I don't feel like I'm my best self when I'm around my family. So I feel like it's okay to feel the way that I feel, but it's still hard to like argue with that inner judgment of yourself, but it's just different. Um, But I'm back in New York now. I came back for New Year's and I got to hang out with my friends for New Year's and didn't get COVID. I mean, I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. I wear a mask. I do all that I can, but like, I'm not going to not go out sometimes because my mental health is in the shitter literally because I like don't do anything and it's really hard to sit in my apartment all day and work and then after work just continue to sit here and be depressed so you if you want to cancel me for going out by all means you're entitled to your opinion but my mental health which is what this episode will be about is just seasonal depression, regular depression, anxiety, dealing with friends that struggle with that. That's what you guys asked for was an episode on that. So got some good questions, excited to get into it. But before I do, I'll get into what I'm watching and where I'm at. Um, I'm watching a show called Homeland and then a show called Castle. And I am going to start Insecure soon. I've been wanting to watch Insecure, but I wanted to wait until the show, like the series was over um, so I could like binge the entire thing. So that's what I'm going to be getting into soon. Very excited. I've got tons of fantastic reviews from people saying how good it is. So hopefully I enjoy it. I mean, if I don't enjoy it, I won't watch it, but fingers crossed. Um, So that's what I'm watching. I've been watching a lot of movies lately too. Like I've been trying to watch more funny movies, just trying to like laugh more because I haven't been doing that great. 
Um, yeah. So where I'm at, obviously, I'm at like a four or a five. Like my seasonal depression, like I have regular depression, but it's like way worse during winter. And it's just so dark and living alone is just really hard for me. Like it'd be hard to live with roommates, but it's also hard when like I go five days without seeing anyone or having any kind of human interaction. So that's a little bit tough that I'm struggling with that right now. And it just like hit me like a ton of bricks like two days ago. Like it was like, ooh, depression. I was doing pretty decent and then I just wasn't and I haven't showered or like brushed my teeth in like three days. And I didn't even have anxiety from like New Year's. Like normally like it's a anxiety thing that before the depression, like I had zero anxiety. Like I didn't do anything crazy or have any regrets or do anything stupid. Um, but I just didn't feel, I just don't feel well. But I think it's because work started again and I don't love my job and I feel unfulfilled in my work. And all those contributing factors just make it not the happiest time. And yeah, but we're trying to get through it. So the whole point of this episode is it's okay not to be okay. And I'm struggling too. And I know I got a lot of messages from a lot of people who are also struggling with the new year. And I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself every time there is a new year to feel good and make it a fresh start and start doing all these things. But all that pressure is really overwhelming to me. So like I, my resolutions, I didn't like really get into them. I talked about them a little bit on my birthday episode, but I haven't really started making an effort into my resolutions yet just because I haven't been doing well and tossing that on top of everything else just seems like way too much and I would just crash and burn so kind of avoiding that um but let's get into some questions that I got from Instagram if you're not following the podcast Instagram please go follow it that's where I get topic ideas and questions and do an advice section on there it's at Bringing Baggage Podcast on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, it's also linked in my Instagram profile. Um, I also ask for questions on TikTok Live sometimes, but it's way easier for me to keep track on Instagram. And like I said, we're trying to grow the podcast here, which makes it easier if you guys follow the Instagram. Um, but I won't um, pressure you into following it anymore. I'll just get into the questions. How do you combat your depression? Um, I don't. I think I do and I don't. Like, I think it's super important to let let yourself feel whatever you're feeling and, like, process those feelings. When you don't, I feel like it comes to bite you in the ass later. So I try to deal with it, like, head on by just, like, listening to my body and listening to my mind and what it needs and a lot of the time I just need to sleep. Like I'm the type of person who's like depressed in bed for multiple days and is sleeping until 3 p.m. and then going to bed at like 5 p.m. after sleeping all day. So I try to allow myself to do that as much as possible. And I'm also the type of person that will like separate from my friends and not really talk to them, which is not the best trait for friendship. But I'm just not the best communicator when it comes to friendships. It's something that really bothers me and I want to work on because 
I move like every year. So I make all these good friends and then I move and like we kind of talk, but we don't really talk. But like I want to like cultivate those friendships and because like those people are all important to me. It just I'm terrible at communicating that and staying in touch. And it's not even like life gets in the way. I just am really bad at making an effort there. So I really want to work on that this year. But that's not even the question was how to combat your depression. But I think listening to yourself is important and planning around things. Like I know that I'm going to be depressed. So I'm, I go to bed early because I need the extra sleep because I'm not doing well. But I also know that I have a job and I have to work in the morning. I will probably call out of work at some point this week, but because I was off work for so many days, I just didn't want to waste today by calling out. But I did also take a nap during my lunch break, listening to my, myself and what I need. I also felt like I needed to like be honest and share it on TikTok. So like I was honest and said I wasn't doing well. Like I hate feeling like I'm hiding stuff from you guys. So that was also important to me i also try to watch funny movies i feel like the, like there's those go-to movies that you know will make you laugh and if you want recommendations send me a dm i'll send you a tire list i could talk about movie and tv shows literally all day every day um but like finding things that you know will make you laugh they kind of take you out of the depression for a minute and then just surrounding yourself with people who don't make you feel guilty or and make people that actually get it like whether they can relate or they just don't, um, what's the word? They're not like acting like what's happening to you isn't real. Like, I don't want anyone around me who's going to invalidate my feelings. Like, I try to be surrounded by people who are going to validate what I'm feeling, whether it's just listening or telling me, like, yes, that's true or whatever it is. I think it's important to like be very selective with who you're surrounding yourself with. I think that's helpful. How to get over a friendship breakup. I've done a couple of podcast episodes on friendships in general, and I feel like that question may have come up. So I'd recommend listening to those episodes. But friendship breakups are worse than a, like losing a, like a significant other, in my opinion, because you're so much I don't want to say so much closer because I don't have that much experience like with dating and stuff, but I feel like a best friendship is just a a different form of things. And you're just like, I, I had a friend, we were best friends for like four years and we're not friends anymore. And like, I still think about her and our friendship and like how difficult that was and is and like I miss her. I feel like it's super valid to like miss your friends, but also not everyone is supposed to be in your life for every phase of it. Like sometimes people are just there for a certain time period and like it is what it is and you learned what you learned from them and you had your good times with them, but it's not anything more than that. And you can't force like a long-term friendship when it's not meant to be that. I think it's important to remember like you probably aren't friends for a reason and like while it's really easy to reflect on all the good times and all the great things that happened and all the fun things you did when you were friends but it's also like there are probably some times that weren't that great and you probably weren't the most the best people for each other or you would have stayed friends like me and this girl we were great friends and I 
still care about her and I miss her on occasion. But I look back at certain things in the friendship and I'm like, yeah, we probably weren't a good fit. Like there were some like red flags on like both sides that weren't a great fit. I think it's important to reflect and remember those things so that you don't just like get and be sad about not being friends anymore. But it's also like important to like let yourself heal and acknowledge your feelings of like, it's okay to be sad that you're not friends with them anymore. Like if you want to cry, cry or whatever it may be. So those are my thoughts there. What do you do when, wait, what? Sorry, I'm trying to read this question. Um, what do you wish your friends would do for you when you're depressed? Um, I just don't want my friends to come at me for not being there. Like I'm very not present and I'm like a terrible texter, terrible answer the phone person when I'm depressed. And I just don't want that to be held against me, um, which is like the most important for thing for me personally. But I think acknowledging your friend's feelings and validating them is super important and just making sure you're not invalidating what's happening to them. That's like the biggest red flag to me in a friendship. If you're invalidating my feelings, I hate that more than anything. Um, but like my family, for example, like they've all been calling and texting me ever since I left for the holidays and I love them, but I'm just like going through something right now and I'm just not well and I don't have the energy to like pick up the phone and be like, Hey, what's up? And have a happy, cheery conversation. It's like, they're going to have to wait and like your friends can wait too. And as long as you're being like kind, like your friends should wait if they're like actually your friends and they should like get it. The girls that get it, get it. The ones that don't, don't. Um, what do you do when you're lonely? Well, I'm very lonely. (laughs) I've been very transparent about that on the podcast. I feel like, um, I mean, I live alone and I work from home, so I'm very isolated, which has been very hard for me and it gets more and more difficult every day. I don't really have a plan to get out of it. I mean, I want to look for a new job where I have to like interact with people because right now it's just not enough and I'm so unfulfilled and isolated and lonely that it's making me more depressed than usual and that's just not fun. But as far as being lonely, I try to like communicate with my friends. I FaceTime my friends daily, see what they're up to, have like meaningful conversations and like always has something to look forward to. I feel like it's very hard when you have like, like I have no plans for the next three weeks. Like what am I even looking forward to? That can make it really hard and it's easier to be lonely when you feel that way. Um, I've also been trying to go on walks, which sounds so corny, but like it does make a difference and I do feel better after I do it, but getting myself up and like going is hard but it's a little easier now because I have Frank in New York with me which is my dog if you didn't know and like he needs to go on walks and stuff so it forces me to like get out of the house because I need to like take care of him and I don't want to be a shitty dog mom um how to communicate to your friends that you're not pushing them away I like save a text in your notes and just be like, Hey, I'm not doing well right now. It's not a you thing. It's a me thing. 
like if you need something from them just be like this is what i need from you if you don't be like i don't need anything from you please don't take it personally i'm just going through something like i love you like like that's all it needs to be like it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. but just let them know that you may not be as present as you usually are because you're going through something and your friend should understand that um how to heal your younger self I talk about that in therapy literally weekly and luckily I have a very good therapist who's very good at giving me tips and stuff for that. I have therapy tomorrow. I'll try to get some more tips um, to share with you guys my next session, but it all goes back to being who you needed when you were younger and that starts by recognizing things that didn't go well in your childhood, which is a lot harder to like unravel, but once you do, then you can like take steps to fix it. And because like those things that you needed when you were younger show up as an adult. Like I had to be a parent to my mom, like low key or high key, whatever, um, when I was a child. And now I'm the biggest fixer and I want to fix everything for everyone all the time. And I had to realize and I'm still realizing that I can't fix everything and I shouldn't have to. And that's not my job and not everybody and everything needs to be fixed. So it's like, I need I needed someone to fix things for me like when I was younger instead of having to be the fixer. So it's like finding people who want to help me like those types of people in my life where I'm not having to fix other people if that makes any sense at all. I'm not sure if it really does. But like you get the point of you need to understand like who you needed when you were younger and why that was important to you and how that shows up in your adult life. And I think being aware of it is the biggest part of it because you can actually acknowledge it and start to make corrections once you're aware of things. Um, how to deal with being away from family, like making a big move. Personally, I'm not that close to my family, so I do pretty okay. Cause like, I think distance does well for us. Cause like, I appreciate my time with them when I am with them because I'm away from them so often. And, um, it's just easier not to fight when like, you're not constantly in each other's space. Um, but like, I know one of my friends like misses her sister like crazy and like has a really hard time not being around her. I think it just depends on how close you are with your family and it's important to find different ways to connect with them. It's just like a long distance relationship. It's like there's things that you do to make sure the relationship stays the way that it is or um, improves and sustains itself. Like you have to do the same kinds of things with your family. Um, what else? One second. Okay. How to be optimistic in the new year when you're still feeling how you felt last year. That's something that I really struggle with. And I think you can't make it like a, it's a new year. All these things should be different type of thing. It's like, if this isn't your month of January, isn't your month, that's totally fine. And try again in February. Like, don't make it a new year thing. Just make it like a new month thing, a new week thing, a new afternoon thing. I feel like it takes the pressure off because it's like, you can always have a new start and there's no timeline of when you should be feeling better or feeling different or accomplishing all these different things, which can help take the pressure off of it. Um, but being optimistic is super hard, especially when you're just not doing well. I think sometimes it's helpful to look back to a time when you were really not doing well and like, that was rock bottom like and you got up from there so if this is your new rock bottom like you'll get through it again it just 
it's going to take some time. Like that's how I look at it. Like for me, I know I'm not doing well, but I also know there were times this last year where I've been like, even if they're just moments, like I was really happy. So it's like, I know it's obtainable and I can get back there and maybe I'm not there yet, but I at least know that it's a possible feeling. I feel like it's really hard to be optimistic when like you've never felt like good before, but it's not like you have to feel good for long periods of time. Even if you just have a moment of feeling good, it's like, that's what you're chasing. And it's like, how did you get there before? And what's the best way to get there again? How to comfort yourself during those rough times when others don't understand. I think it's important to have at least one friend who like gets it. Like I have one friend who has a really good understanding of depression and anxiety that I feel like I can be more open with than my friends that don't get it. So nothing against my friends that don't get it because I know that if they could get it and understand it, they would and they would try. But it's just easier to relate to someone who also knows what you're going through. So if you guys are going through things and don't have a friend that gets it, my DMs are always open. It may take me a while to get to them because I'm not going through it as well. But I eventually do reply to all my DMs. I don't reply to you on my regular Instagram. It's because I have a bunch of randoms in my DMs because of the whole holiday switch. But I will reply if you message me on my podcast Instagram. I'm always happy to chit chat. I know it's not easy. Um, Turning 25 soon, struggling with where you're at in life compared to others. feel like I'm doing great in my career, but I may have focused too much on it. I feel like I should have had at least a relationship and I haven't. What's your advice? Um, You're preaching to the choir. I have been very career oriented. I've been working my job since I was 19 years old and I'm 25 now. Like that was always a big focus for me and like dating and everything else took up to the back burner. And now I feel like I'm so far into life where I haven't focused on it to like where I wouldn't even know where to start. Like I don't date, like I'm on hinge, but I don't actually go out with anybody and I'm terrible at having conversations and I feel like I should be somewhere else because all my friends are getting engaged or in serious relationships. But it makes it easier when like you're close to people who aren't at that stage. So I'd recommend finding more friends who are also just very career driven like yourself. Cause it makes you feel like you're not in a bad place and you don't feel as guilty about it. Cause like those people that get it, who are also career oriented, who are just like, let it take a back seat. We're going to make you feel much better about it than if you're surrounded by people who are all getting engaged in serious relationships and things like that. But just know that everyone has their own timeline and yours is different, which I have to constantly remind myself. I know it's easier to say than to really understand and be okay with it. But the more you tell yourself that, the more likely you are to start to believe it. So that's a big thing for me. Um, but it sucks. It's really hard, especially when like you desire to have a relationship or like be with someone and have that type of connection and you just don't have it. But with time, everything comes with time. And like, I, I just know that I'm as ready as I think I am. Like, I guess I'm just not, or so it'd be happening to me. Um, how do you cope with stress at work slash maintain a healthy work-life balance? Um, My current job honestly is not that stressful, which is not great for me because I have more time to think about how not good I am. I miss having a stressful, like fast paced job because I didn't have time to think about like my depression. I just like 
it didn't affect me as much. And now that I have more downtime, I feel like it's affecting me at like a much larger level, which is a little bit difficult for me. But it is also very hard for me to balance like having depression and anxiety and working because I can't like today I woke up and I was like still super depressed like I've been extra depressed for the past like four days and that continued over and today and I couldn't I mean I could have called out of work but I, I had a lot of work to do and so I just like cried while I worked on my computer in the morning which was so sad and then I like got my work done and my phone calls done and stuff and then I took a nap during my lunch break to kind of recharge and then got back after it. But it's like really hard because like companies are all like, we care about your mental health. But when you want to cash in on that, they don't actually care. I don't feel like, which is difficult, but I try to be like transparent with people that I trust in the workplace. Like my manager, if I do trust them, like my current manager at my current job, I'm not there yet, but my previous jobs, I'd be like, Hey, like I, I struggle with this. And like, it, it's not going to affect my work necessarily, but it may affect my schedule. Like I'll get all my work done, but it's going to affect, like, I may call out, but like I'll work double the next day to get everything done. I'm just like, I don't know. I it's sometimes it's easy to be transparent like that. And sometimes it's not, but I feel like it's easier to bring up if you've already brought it up in the past. So that's where I'm at with things. Life is hard. Be kind to yourself. Um, Follow the podcast Instagram. If you haven't already, please leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And on Spotify now, you can leave a review. So please do that. I would appreciate it. And hopefully I'm in a good mood and I'll talk to you guys next week. Any questions, things you want advice on, just DM me on Instagram at Bring Baggage Podcast or my Instagram is just Jazzy IDK. They're both linked in the bios of each other. And thank you for supporting me. And I'm excited that to see where this podcast goes in 2022. And love you and have a great week. Okay, bye. <laughs>